Welcome back to Trading Matters, a podcast by OCBC Securities. In this show, we're focused on hunting down interesting market movements to help you become more opportunistic with your capital. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your chief financial coconut, and this week we gotta focus on something maybe not so bright, a little bit dark, a little bit grim, you know, and that is the massive tech layoff. But following the massive tech layoff, what is interesting is you see a lot of these big companies share prices rallying, right? 20 over percent, 30 over percent. So what, what is happening, right? Is this going to be a prolonged trend? What are we looking out for in this fast-growing space? And of course, a little bit of China reopening trade, a little bit of CPI movement. So for all that, stay tuned today. Trading matters. Okay, welcome back to another episode together with me. Hi, CK. How have you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Reggie. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, this, this week has been wild. I mean, last week we had a good time talking about FIFA, right? <laughs> but, but since then, till this week, there's just so much going on. And I think today, the theme that we want to cover for all you tuning in, it's really this whole like tech layoff, but then their share prices are rallying, right? So, so like there's so much going on. And I recently was another, I was on another interview and someone was asking me, like, what's going on? Like, like uh, is the market overreacting? Like, what's with all these swings? You know, so I definitely have to pose some of these questions to you. So CK, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about FIFA World Cup, talking about the impact on the stock markets. But back then also, what happened was the US FOMC or US Federal Reserve meeting. And we were also saying in the November meeting how there seems to be hints of a potential pivot, which is that the US Fed might actually start to taper or slow down its rate hikes. And so... We see a lot of impact of the US rate hikes, and we'll talk about that in today's episode. What we are looking at when it comes to what has happened since our previous podcast is really the pivots when it comes to the US Fed, whether or not this is counted as a real pivot, because like what I mentioned, it's slowing down, not exactly cutting the rates yet. And so that has been positive. Markets picked up, especially in the US. In the China side of things, another pivot that has been happening, you know, the markets were very pessimistic after the China Party Congress. And subsequent to that, actually, there seems to be hints of a reopening trade that's happening for the Chinese economy and for the, the China COVID zero policy. And so actually, if you look at the data month to date, from say start of the month to mid of the month for the month of November, Hang Seng Index is actually up 24%. So that's a wow. huge, huge swing for, for the Hang Seng Index. And, and that's because the sentiment has shifted so quickly as well on this pivot. Yeah. Wait, okay, so so the, the million dollar question is always, so is this sentiment going to stay? Or what's the situation here, right? Because um, a, a lot of these things are signals, right? We're, we're, we're trying to like guess what's going on. Okay, it looks like CPI is coming down. Maybe Fed is going to be not as crazy, you know, not as sharp with its, which is increased. And it looks like China is tapering and China has some new like property support policies. But is this going to be an extended trend? Or like for our listeners, what, what should they look up for in, in this situation? Well, I certainly hope so. I mean, for the stock markets, I certainly, <laughs> certainly hope so. It's but been bearish right, for is, a long time, yes. That is such a big question on everyone's minds, you know, and yeah. you can just see from the huge swing how much investors are really pinning their hopes on this sentiment right now. So whether or not this can sustain, I mean, we had a few false starts when it comes to the Chinese reopening trade across the entire of 2022. But hopefully this round, you know, there are some concrete measures that are being put in place that actually signal that the Chinese government, and especially Xi Jinping, is actually taking a serious look at it. So one hint, for example, that some of the investors and analysts are picking up on is just how Xi Jinping is not wearing a mask right now when he's at the summit, the G20 summit that's happening very recently in Bali. 
some signals from the top leadership that now analysts are pinning their hopes upon. Same thing for the US Federal Reserve. They have not really gone out there to deny that, you know, 50 basis points, which is a slowdown for the December meeting is off the card. So they are really kind of allowing the market sentiment to pick up and that is encouraging. But then again, of course, in November's meeting for the US Fed, they did also say that there's a potential for rates to stay high for longer. So higher for longer is something that once again, it could be a potential headwind for US stocks for global markets. And that's because you might not hike as fast, but the direction is still up when it comes to the rates that they are projecting. Depends on how you define a pivot, I would say. Do you define a pivot in policy as a slowdown or as a change to an actual rate cut as compared to a rate hike? Fair, fair, fair. And, and I do think policies, they don't really move in such a way, right? They, they, it, it takes some time, it takes some time to move, right? So I, I would say more, a, a bit more on the dampening side, I think, eh, really, you know, if you guys tune in every week and you expect like a big pivot, right, then you, in, in the sense of, oh, we're going to start cutting, right? Then it's like, like maybe not very real, right? But this whole high interest rate situation and, you know, this quick rise in interest rates and all these different situations all around the world is causing a lot of big companies to, to fire, essentially, right? Especially in the tech space, you know, because essentially in the, in the tech space, share prices are down, you know, margins are, are, be, are getting squished, you know, and, and all that, right? So you see a lot of big tech selling, you know, or like firing their people. But recently, you start to see their share price also rarely, right? So today, we're going to spend some time to talk about two companies specifically. And one is Meta, the other is Shopee. So what about them? Come, tell us a little bit about Meta. If, if you, you know, you extend the trend a little bit, it's not just about Meta, not just about C-Limited or Shopee. We see some of these trends happening. Amazon just announced 10,000 yes. workers that might be laid off. That's the plan. And we see that happening for many of the US big firms. And even extending beyond US big tech, you see some of the investment banks start to slow down hiring, especially for some of the divisions related to China. So this whole idea about layoffs, it's something that very unfortunately for the worker is something that companies like to consider when they are looking at cost-cutting measures. It is a way for companies such as Meta, such as C-Limited to actually go about their cost-cutting measures. And we have to look at it in two different perspectives. You know, One is, of course, as a sign that maybe things aren't as rosy as what you might like for a company. And so they have to react to the current macro situation by resorting to layoffs. And the other way to look at it is actually, what does that mean for the shareholder? What does that mean for the company? And end of the day, payrolls, these are costs to the company. And so you could say that there is a positive light for investors when it comes to things like that, because the companies are actively trying to manage their costs. And of course, when we talk about profit, it's not just about revenue, but it's also about managing costs. So that's really the story behind these two companies, both Meta as well as C-Limited. And I think for Meta, first of all, we look at what is happening from Mark Zuckerberg's point of view. He's talking about how there was quite a lot of hiring that happened during the pandemic. And now they actually need to manage some of these costs again. And so it's actually decided to lay off about 11,000 people, about 13% of its staff. That sounds pretty drastic. Yes. But if you look at the share price for Meta and how far it has fallen, about 70%, right? So, so that's really what yeah. is the background on why Mark Zuckerberg needs to do what he needs to do. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Meta is quite a bit of a unique story because everyone knows it as Facebook previously. And then there's this huge shift away from this Facebook or social media focus 
to really what Mark Zuckerberg is envisioning for the future, which is all about the metaverse, right? So we can spend a lot of time talking about the metaverse really, but it does seem like right now it's in a very, it's in a situation where there's a lot of spending, but investors are not quite seeing the returns as of right now when it comes to users, when it comes to monetizing well. And we see Meta, we see Mark Zuckerberg actually managing costs in other areas, such as in this case, includes unfortunately also the layoff situation for tech workers for this company yeah yeah and it's the first in history in the sense of uh, it's first time google first time facebook all in their investor statements talk about oh you know we got to look at compensation clearer again all that right so so it's it's interesting to kind of see sign of see, see where this goes heartfelt to all uh, our tech workers you know it's, it's not easy and i know a lot of people they they, they jump sector right to move into this space and all that, right? But uh, yeah, from an investor standpoint, I think the natural question is if let's say Facebook or like Meta, you know, I still start with Facebook, right? I said, let's say Meta stops <laughs> entering the metaverse, right? Like, like what's what's then gonna happen to the company? Because the 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 share price did rally somewhere in our 15%, 20% since the cut and since the announcement that they're gonna pause their effort in the metaverse. But but what is then gonna happen to, to this company? A any thoughts on this? Well, I think, I mean, you know, end of the day, we know these big companies, big tech companies, so your Apple, your Microsoft, Facebook, Netflix, the past decade has been an era of low interest rates. It's been an era of big tech getting dominance from having platforms, right? And getting a lot of users onto their platforms. And now we see, you know, with the interest rates starting to rise, a lot of these companies then figuring out what to do next. And so for the case of Meta, for the case of Mark Zuckerberg, you know, a lot of the revenue actually comes from advertising currently. And it is a space that, you know, has significant headwinds when it comes to recessions, because that's generally one of the areas First thing that, to go. Yeah. Absolutely. So we can see, you know, he's spending a lot of money right now into betting on the metaverse. And honestly, because it's something so new, something that could potentially be revolutionary and potentially monetizable as well. So it's a big bet that time will tell whether or not it pays off. But I mean, just a bit of a, an, an insight, you know, on some of the reports out there that are talking about the potential for the metaverse, you know, I think one of the recent reports, I think by Deloitte actually was covering how it could be a $1.4 trillion opportunity for Asia alone, you know, mm. uh, when it comes to some of the opportunities out there. And a concept like the metaverse, you know, if we were really to dump it down, it's still in the platform area or arena, right? When we talk about, you know, all the companies that are piling in right now, talking about some of the gaming companies, some of the social media companies, including Meta, there could be potential right there that is being highlighted in this report as well on, on whether it's transactions, whether it's the communities that are being built for the metaverse, you know? So it's a very abstract concept that now is trying to find its place that, that Meta is trying to kind of solidify as well, you could say. And it's a big bet, you know, they're spending about like billions of dollars, right? I think close to $10 billion has already gone into the recent Metaverse kind of ventures from Meta. But whether or not we'll see a payoff as investors, Mark Zuckerberg certainly thinks so. He's trying to convince his investors to think so as well. We will see, we will see, right? Maybe two, two, two weeks down, Meta will announce, oh, we're going to rebrand back to Facebook. But anyway, let's talk about the other company today, C Limited, right? So C Limited hasn't done huge moves, right? At least it doesn't look like they have done 
huge moves into a new vertical that they're not familiar with. I think for everyone tuning in, you've, we, we've covered them. You probably know like Shopee, the game division, their whole fintech play. But recently they have big firing and the numbers don't look very good. Like what's happening with C Limited? Yeah, so for C Limited, I mean, you could say that it was previously, you know, a huge growth story. But now with the interest rates going up, again, you know, everyone is being pushed to talk about profitability. Everyone's being pushed to talk about cash flows and positive cash flows. And so C-Limited is one of the companies that, you know, it has been burning cash really, really quickly. And now in the era of higher interest rates, that's where a lot of the hits wins come. So we previously talked about the company, you are right. And actually right now, I mean, similar to the situation with Meta, unfortunately, as part of the push towards profitability, in this case, it's about 10% of the workforce or about 7,000 employees for C-Limited. Yeah. For a company like C-Limited, it's quite clear what the direction is, at least for the short to medium term, because the, the CEO actually came out to say, you know, top management is foregoing salaries, right? And then there has been multiple rounds of layoffs. This round of the 7,000 jobs is over a period of six months. So it's not something that is new, but it's something that has been ongoing since the past six months. And actually in the recent earnings report that just came out for C-Limited, investors are actually rewarding management and rewarding the company by buying into the share price, by buying into the narrative and the story that's being built for this company that, you know, this aggressive cost-cutting measures is actually good for the company. And so actually mm. intraday, we saw a market cap surge of about 9 billion US dollars, yeah, which is about 30, 36% yes, or yes. something like that. Yeah, the biggest <laughs> yeah, single yeah, intraday yeah. jump crazy, during the yes. earnings call or on the day of the earnings call because management is so focused on cutting costs on, on, on becoming profitable and being free cash flow positive. And, and I think that's extremely important, right? Because at this point in time, debt is very expensive. Like you've pointed out, interest rates move up, corporate debt moves up. And, and a lot for these kind of tech companies, their corporate debt interest rate is horrible, right? And, and they are no longer at, at a high valuation that they can keep selling equity to, to raise capital. What is the future for growth companies? Right? I, th I think this is a, a, a big question in people's head at this point in time, right? right? Like what is their future? What's going to happen to a lot of them? Can you give us some ideas to play around with? If you look at what some of the investor talks are out there or the market talk is out there for a company like C Limited, it's actually pushing it from a high growth to something that's profitable. So it's kind of maturing as a company. So that's what some of the investors and analysts are actually talking about right now. This aggressive push is causing companies like C Limited to actually pivot their business towards being something more sustainable than rather just focus on growth, you could say. So for C Limited, that's currently the case. For other growth companies, of course, then their expansion plans, their raising of capital, their aggressive growth, it's something that needs to be recalibrated as a result of a, a, an era of higher interest rates, right? And based on what the US Fed is communicating and talking about, these interest rates are not coming down anytime soon. They are, yeah. you know, poised to rally up to maybe about 5%. That's the projection right now and actually stay high for a significant period of time as well. And that would definitely have an impact on things like borrowing costs and things like the ability of high growth and non-profitable firms to actually raise cash. So there's definitely still gonna be a headwind in that area for companies in this stage of growth. 
But at the same time, of course, that's where you are able to pick out some of the winners and some of the losers and, and be a bit more discerning in your investments. Yeah, fair. That's why everyone is trying to go for the cash flow positive. Because at least if you cash flow positive, you will not tow, right? And, and you will not, <laughs> you're not you're not making a loss, right? And and in times of, of, of such situation, it's it's a bit healthier for you as a company. Right, so yeah, awesome, awesome. I mean, maybe not so awesome, you know, these, these few weeks. But you know, if you're an investor or you're a trader, you may have benefited very well with some of these swings recently. So yeah, in closing, any other last things you want to add, CK? Well, I mean, actually, I just want to highlight that, you know, we talked about meta, we talked about C-Limited, but this is really a sector or industry-wide kind of trend. And it doesn't just affect, you know, Singapore companies like your Grab, like your c doesn't just affect big tech companies in the US like Meta or Amazon. Even affects companies such as your Tencent, such as your mm. Alibaba, your China tech companies as well. They of course have a different regulatory and, and a different environment that they're operating in. But just looking at, for example, the recent Tencent Holdings report, it you know shows that even they are looking at things like headcount and things like cost cutting. Uh, so it is a global phenomenon and it is something that, you know, is across the industry, not just for individual names as well. So do continue to look at some of these broader trends as well, especially when it comes to interest rates that have been, you know, really pushing the sentiment for the global markets the entire year. And of Crazy, course, yeah. for the upcoming December meeting, that's going to be the key one, whether or not they really slow down and what else the US Fed communicates as well. Yeah. Yeah, in other words, CK is saying don't spend too much time watching FIFA. Spend more time watching the fat, fat <laughs> ideas, right? So watch out for Jerome Powell, right? And we'll see where this goes. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for tuning every week. We'll see you next week. Thank you, CK. Thanks, Reggie. Hey, thank you for tuning in weekly with us at Trading Matters, a podcast by OCBC Securities. If you want to be even faster in following latest market insights done by the team at OCBC Securities, you should visit iocbc.com slash tradingmatters for market insights on Singapore, China, Hong Kong, and the US, and a lot of the stuff that we couldn't cover on the show today. This show is jointly produced by the team at The Financial Coconut and OCBC Securities. We hope you become a more astute trader following our weekly show. And we want to hear from you. Join our ecosystem, events, and all that stuff. Details in the description below. I will see you next week.